from the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland, this is All About Grants. Welcome to All About Grants. This is Megan Columbus from NIH's Office of Extramural Research, here today to talk about the modified biosketch format that will be required to be used in NIH applications beginning on May 25, 2015. Today I have with me again Dr. Bart Trawick from the National Library of Medicine. He's the product manager for Science CV, and Dr. Neil Thacker from the Office of Extramural Research, who's shepherding the new biosketch format project. Neil, what can you tell me? What's changed in the new biosketch format? Well, Megan, the new biosketch format will allow investigators to tell a richer story about themselves in their own words. We've streamlined the personal statement of the existing biosketch. That's the part where people talk about their skills and experience that's necessary for the projects they've applied for. And we've also allowed them to include some narrative statements that describe their most significant contributions to science. So that can be things outside of the realm of straight publications, of course, then. That's right. So, in other words, instead of asking reviewers to infer what a scientist's contribution is from a list of citations, we ask the scientists to tell us. They can cite up to four research products, and those are things like patents, papers, data sets. Those are things they need to support their descriptions. Which will certainly help reviewers be able to evaluate more readily their suitability to... Well, that, that's our expectation. The new format takes a summary of their of a scientific career from a mere listing of publications to something that's more descriptive about the impact of the scientist's contribution on knowledge and the advancement of science. What would you say to folks who are concerned about having to move to the new format? Well, it's, it's incredibly challenging to get NIH funding right now. People think strategically about what and where they publish, in part because they think it's going to influence review. But NIH leadership feels that we need to move beyond simple journal metrics and focus even more on the actual science. So to move away from inference from lists and let this applicant frame their work in their own words. So the new biosketch format is one of the best ways we can think to do that. We're changing the rules a bit, and the stakes are very high, so of course people will be concerned. On top of this uh, tremendous funding pressure, our applicants also face time pressure. They're really busy. Many of them have gotten their own biosketch down as something they can generate quickly. But the new format has these short narrative sections, and crystallizing your contributions to science in a few sentences is hard for everyone. It takes some thought. And so I can understand why people might resent having to do that when they were able to get funded under their old biosketch. Unfortunately, there is no good way to focus back on the science and away from lists of papers without going through this transition. But once you develop your descriptions, it won't take very much to keep them up to date. And as Bart will explain later, we've been working on some software tools to make this transition even easier. I can imagine there are new investigators who may be a little bit concerned about having to articulate their contributions to science to date. Do you have advice for them? Sure. Whatever career stage you're in, we feel you have a better chance of conveying your contributions in your own words than you are by relying on a list of citations. So, for example, if you're early in your career, you may want to explain the techniques you've refined or the potential implications of your theoretical work that you developed in your thesis. Reviewers are aware of which applications are from new investigators and usually keep that consideration in mind. 
So this is really a new opportunity for folks to do that. That's right. Wonderful. I know there's another benefit that some people may see as a benefit, at least, is that the page limit is actually extending from four to five pages to make sure that people have the room to you know, describe their accomplishments. That, that's right. Yeah. Appropriately. Yeah. Bart, the National Library of Medicine, I know, has great tools to be able to help with biosketch generation. So this really could be fairly seamless. That's, that's our hope, is to make this easy to use and a powerful tool for scientists that are applying for NIH funds. And in the long run, we're very excited about having these descriptions around. It'll help NIH tell a much richer story about the impact of federal investments on the advancement of knowledge and the development of products that help people and reduce the burden of disease. And any of these biosketches that are created in ScienceCV and then attached to the application and sent to the federal agency with our grant application, NIH can then mine those data elements, right? Yeah, that's right. So these narrative statements will be out there. They can be text mined. We can look at the kind of information and tell stories that are much richer than we've been able to tell in the past. Wonderful. We have an example of a biosketch format on the NIH Grants Form website. We'll give you the URL at the end of the podcast. Hey, thank the two of you for joining me yet again, and good luck to all of you out there who are developing new biosketches. For more information on NIH's new biosketch format, please visit grants.nih.gov and search for notice number NOT-OD-15-032. Here you will find the official policy regarding the new format, as well as links to the frequently asked questions. If you would like to access the new format pages for the NIH Biosketch, please visit grants.nih.gov forward slash grants forward slash funding forward slash 424 forward slash index dot htm.